rediscover the facets of yourself that have been kept hidden away for far too long. For just $1, you can take a journey and make it your ultimate transformation. Center of the Sun Plus offers more tools, support, and community to help you explore your inner realms. Click the link in the description to join today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Some people say that your life is a mess. The shame of being unemployed or being underemployed right now is making you feel like a burden to your family. I am your host, Devon, and you are listening to another episode of Center of the Sun Podcast. Thank you for listening. I had to come back in the studio because um, the videos are hard. I don't know. It's really hard to do. It's really fun. Oh, my gosh. I bought some Fenty Beauty. Bought some Fenty Beauty. But I, you know, bought some brown makeup to help my face look better because I look like trash on this freaking Sony camera. Nice ass camera. I bought a Sony ZV-1. So cute. So happy with my purchase, but I don't know how to use it. And it makes you look too clear. It's like way too sharp. Um, It's way sharper than the damn portrait mode on iPhone where it smooths you the fuck out. And I like portrait mode on iPhone. I prefer that one. But anyway, how are you doing today? We're going to talk about a wellness checklist today. Your life is a mess. You're unemployed. You're underemployed. But um, I don't know why I just wanted to sound like a freaking rock star. Yeah. You're 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 different, just like me. <laughs> you're different than other people. You know, it's fine. And sometimes it makes you feel like you're nothing. Being different is so weird. I remember growing up and like I really think that like being different is a gift and a curse because you kind of have to like think about yourself and you have to like really ponder your own enormity, like your own soul, your own soul's purpose. Like why am I so different and why am I here? And so that's why it's a gift and a curse because it's like a curse because it hurts a lot, but it's a gift because it forces you to mature faster than everybody else or all the other or than most people, not everybody else, but than most people. 
And it's hard living with pain like that, especially emotional pain. And especially like if you have a weird family, like what's even the point when your own family and your own parents dismiss your trauma? I mean, I see it all the time. It really causes a lot of emotional pain. And I see people, they bring up issues to their families all the time. Every once in a while, not all the time, but just, you know, when things get too tough or they really need help, but they always find a way. These people's families always find a way to, um, you know, say things like they don't remember life being that hard for them. Or like, why are you being so sensitive? Or they hurt your feelings and say that they never intended to hurt your feelings and are offended by your reaction. Like, how does that happen? But, you know, it is what it is. Um, At the end of the day, you kind of start to realize that it's kind of like they don't care about how you feel. And when you really think about it, it kind of hurts worse, but it's liberating. So you should take it in stride, rely, and, you know, turn your attention inward because... Um, You can rely on yourself. And that's what we're going to talk about today. There are a few things that you can do to brighten up the dark spots in your life to really just like solve the pain, you know, start putting yourself in a space so that you can solve this pain because you're determined. I can feel it through this microphone. I'm like looking at this computer. I really feel this. Um, But when people like they show you, they keep showing you like they don't give a, a rat's booty crack about you that hurts and it hurts worse like it hurts worse than like a stranger spitting in your face or cussing you out or something like the truth is the truth is though you don't always share feelings to get a reaction out of someone sometimes you just want someone to listen like hello like i don't need your whole freaking dissertation but i'm that kind of person though like i'm eating, i'm gonna eat my words right now because i'm literally that kind of person where i love talking but i don't be like giving people advice i just be talking about how i feel and it's and it just be advice it just be advicey it just be so advicey but you keep in you know you keep you keep trading these stupid as dead end jobs for more dead end jobs that you absolutely hate. You don't feel comfortable in your skin and you don't have the motivation to do anything about it. Like you are playing with fire right now. Whenever you make a mistake and I, I do this too, but not to this extent though. Um, because I witness a lot of people like never being able to forgive themselves after they make a mistake. And sometimes you can forgive yourself. Like if the person you offended, you know, extended the olive branch first, like maybe you could like find it in yourself to like forgive yourself and like not do drugs to cover it up. But, um, you know, it's nuanced. It's fine. But at the same time, you need to be asking yourself, why does the pain last so long? Why has it been 45 years? Is there is there any value in learning? Like, is there any value in learning not to care? Are you actually weak if you care so much? And the answer is maybe. But there's nothing wrong with being 
caring and weak and vulnerable. There's nothing wrong with that. It's all the patriarchy is telling you. You know, like the patriarchy is telling you that it's the worst and it's actually like completely within the realm of your humanity and you should probably use it as a tool because your emotions, as you've learned on this show, I talk about this all the time on the Center of the Sun podcast. Your emotions are the expression of your soul. And you you may have missed out on a lot in your life because of the way you put way too much attention and way too many emotions into stuff you should not be caring about at all. But you care so deeply, girl. Like, please get it together. Like, I'm going to need you to just take pause and take stock, girl. You're mainly afraid of things like rejection and failure. Me too. It's normal. Fear is normal. Fear is a, you know, just like pain. Fear is a response to get you to do something about whatever the fuck is pain and painful. So you've chosen to refrain from certain aspects of your life like dating and friendships and whatever the else, volleyball or whatever the hell you, else you want to do. The fear of rejection is paralyzing. I know. Being picked last for the volleyball team is paralyzing. I know I was one of those people, but I didn't give a fuck because I really didn't want to play anyway. Even I was, even if I was picked last, let me just sit. No, let me just sit on the side. Let me just watch, girl. Uh, but the social anxiety is paralyzing. I don't have social anxiety, but I can understand how it's paralyzing, and I can understand how you deal with all sorts of complicated problems throughout your day. I, you know, just is. A barrage of issues like why me lord why hast thou forsaken me it's because you're asking everything and everybody else why except for yourself and that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about you know like your purpose like how do you get how do you prepare how do you prepare us a feast in the presence of thine enemies or whatever the hell the bible says um how do you do that with the presence of your enemies being your fears how do you wine and dine your fears and leverage them you do it by taking care of yourself because your fears are just like moments in your memory that you like need to pay attention to so you should be looking at your fears and if your fear is a ghost you really need to be looking inside because guess what's inside of you bitch oh my god guess what's cool though so you know the word person thought about this before I got on the air the word person, uh, when I was growing up, you know, I'm from a small town. It's called Worcester, Ohio. And there's like a lot of Amish people and there's a lot of white folks and there's some black folks there. It's just like a little, you know, little town and everybody goes to church, whatever it is, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. It's just a normal town. It's so boring, whatever. But um, we have... A church, it's called the Second Baptist Church, and it wasn't a very big church, but if you were the pastor of our church, you um got a very modest salary. I know how much they make because I did the books for my grandma one year. Um, but and they probably can negotiate and stuff like that. But anyway, um, it's not very much. It's like below minimum wage. It's like I think it's below minimum wage, girl. But anyway, um, for being a pastor, but basically, um, when you were the pastor, you got a free house called a parsonage. 
the word parsonage is very close in etymology or whatever. Like it's very close in the original um, word of person. So parson, person, change one letter, you know, like da da da. So persons. So in the English language, we use the word person. Um, and when a person is born, they get a birth certificate because they're inhabiting a person. And it's like, you are a per, you are a person, but you're like a, you're a structure, you're a vessel in which you, inside which you live. It's just very weird how like the word person and parsonage are so close and the whole idea of the birth certificate and like the bond of the of the person and like they're trading us on the stock exchange and just like i don't really understand but but basically if you're afraid of ghosts you are one just without the person or with the person you will have the body and the spirit you are the ghost and the person um, a ghost doesn't have a body, so therefore you, you can beat the fuck up uh, out of a ghost. I've beat up a ghost before. Not because I wanted to, because I had to, and I actually have a witness. Um, not that me and this witness would actually kick back and tell this story like it's a good story. It's not a good story. I had to fight a ghost. I don't fuck with ghosts, but if I have to, I'm not afraid of them. I wasn't afraid of them then, and I'm definitely not now because I knew... That I'm stronger than a ghost because I have a body. I am a person. Um, I inhabit a person. And that is something that I want to remind you of today. You are a supreme being and you cannot be contained in this physical reality. Therefore, you have choices. You have options. There are ways around your problems because you need to figure them out now. There's. I follow this lady on YouTube. She's her name used to be the staff carrier woman, and now she's called the peculiar daughter. But basically, she, she's a shaman, and through a very roundabout way, I've been able to take her information and compare it with somebody else named Seven Bomar. He lives in Costa Rica in an isolated way. He's a very weird hotep man, um, but nevertheless, he um, says the same exact thing with a few differences, but he says the same exact thing as this white woman shaman who fucks with Native Americans. This man in this jungle also fucks with these Native Americans. And no, he, I don't know if Costa Rica is in America. I think it's in Central America. So they're Native Americans. But basically, they be fucking with Native Americans. And they don't do drugs or nothing. They don't... Well, I think Seven does do some psychic... Or he has done it, but he doesn't recommend it. Um, He did it in the past before he was able to like meditate and shit. He does the breathing and shit. She doesn't do drugs either. She doesn't do plant medicine or nothing either. They they interact with beings. She interacts with inner earth beings. I don't know what the fuck he be interacting with, but I don't want to know. <laughs> I just know that that's I believe that I believe that they know what they talk about and they have experiences with the earth. He has he's had experiences with the water. She's had experiences going inside of the earth. I don't really know what she means, but that's what she said. Talk about the inner earth beings and shit like that. Um, but they talk about how we are a soul that chose a body. 
and on center of the sun not knowing that keeps you from being motivated to take the mental notes that help you pay attention when someone is speaking to you you forget that you are a soul that chose a body you forget that you're here for a reason and you're here to observe and learn so you just kind of forget and like get high and like get drunk in the stress it truly is aging your body so you need to really pay attention like i'm please please pay attention like oh my god like the stress is aging your body there is no reason for you to die sooner than you need to like your body is has an expiration date but why do you need to why do you need to expire sooner than later where do you find the meaningful joy that extends your life i know that social media keeps shoving love and positivity in your face this show is not one of those shows i do not do love and i do not do positivity because i don't think it's going to help anybody if it's fake if it's inauthentic if you feel it you feel it if you don't you don't but i don't sit here and preach it um but i know sometimes that that's all you want it's all you want and you've been denied at every turn and you've been denied at every turn for various factors you know like the color of your skin the size of your waist the depth of your bag and your pockets honey yes yes but it feels like you're even getting laughed at when you express your feelings curling up in a ball sometimes it feels like a dream disappearing seems even more pleasurable than sitting in reality just looking at the wall looking stupid and every year every year that you turn older you feel like you haven't achieved even the slightest goal you had last year. Resolutions and all that shit. You know there are plenty of things to be grateful for. <laughs> you know there are plenty of things to resolve. But the current social climate, pandemic, and all of this hoopla, it's pushing you to the edge. You're generally healthy and financially stable, so you don't have anything wrong in that regard. You have family that is nearby, and you have never taken those around you for granted. And you have not taken what you have in your life for granted either, and you have a compulsion to share that gratitude with others. So you should feel good. You should be all right. You've been trying to practice mindfulness and gratitude, and yoga and Reiki and healing and ESP and all that shit, but you still feel incredibly tired, like your chest, your shoulders, your back, like it's heavy, your head is heavy, your neck, got blisters. You're tired of everything and it's coming to the point where you're constantly hurting. You want other people to feel your pain. And the thing is, that is not how emotions work. You think it is. Like, you think, like, people, like, just see, you're angry. Like, you know what I'm feeling. No, that's not how emotions work. You're happy. No. They just make an assumption. They make a very good guess. And they have to do that because you're not an engine. You're not a. You're not an algorithm. You're not a robot. You're not cranking out feelings like you're a Willy Wonka, Oompa Loompa employee, whatever the hell. Emotions are a two-way street. It's a conversation. It's an exchange. 
in a transfer. And it's just like verbal communication. You get meaning not just from what the people say, but how people say it. You are a human. So you have to use all these tools of empathy and judgment and logic just to understand what other people mean. And you've been doing this since you were born. Oh, I sound like Barack Obama. Since you were born. It's the same when newborn babies lock eyes onto their mother. Like my cousin, Chelsea, she just had a baby. And literally the baby, like two days, I think it was like seven days or whatever. The baby was way too young. Literally like about to fall over, just looking for her mother like crazy. Because they need to know that they'll be safe in the world. They need to be like, oh, where you at? Where you at? No. Um, but in exchange for the looks and the, you know, the mother gives the baby reassuring feelings because that's what the mother does. Oh, baby, baby, baby. Oh, love you so much, baby, baby. And all of that tells the baby that they'll live a life, a long, full life. And the same thing happens in the world. Like as you walk through the world, you're supposed to get signals from the environment to say that it's safe. That's how you know that it's okay, you know, to proceed in the future, to, to the future. And we live in like this data information world, internet world, high speed, broadband, 5G. Your wires have gotten all mixed up. That's all right, because there are solutions. But before you get to the, to the solution, you need to start taking inventory of your life. Because, girl, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to be sustainable. This is not working. We need to switch gears. So over the next few weeks, what I'm going to do on Center of the Sun podcast and on my blog, Devon.org. And if you need have any feedback, you can email me host at Center Sun number 21. The number 21. Don't type number, but, you know, Center Sun 21.com. Email me, or it's in the description of this episode. It's always in the description somewhere. But over the next six weeks or so, I'm going to introduce you to several aspects of your life to which you should pay way more attention. You should be paying attention to the earth. You should be paying attention to the environment, the threats to your health, your emotions, you know, the language of your soul is your emotions, all the fluids and the hormones in your body. That's your soul moving. That's your soul operating the body. Like, like literally we read articles on this show all the time about how the fucking heart is not a pump because the blood moves by itself. We don't know why it just falls. Like what the fuck? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. 
When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You also should be paying attention to the collective consciousness. We talk about that all the time. The social sphere the dimension of wellness and six years ago what's interesting is that oprah excited the campus of stanford university six years ago on youtube and that's because she agreed to um go there and talk about her life when she did that she represented herself like largely as a black woman because she's done a lot of soul searching and she's really built a brand on something she truly enjoys. Um, not only professionally, but personally. So she explains all of this on her, on this YouTube video and you can, you know, uh, find the source of this on my blog, Devon.org. And she, you know, in this YouTube video, I love Oprah because she's so warm and she's so she's so attentive and warm and like engaging and stuff like that. Like with her little sweater on, like I know it was cold in there. She had her sweater draped over her um, shoulders and stuff and she had her wig on and stuff like that. But this, you know, this packed auditorium, they all, you know, they flocked to Stanford to watch YouTube or this um, to watch this woman interview Oprah, this student. And um she just explains, she just goes into great detail about how she's done all this soul searching to not only build a brand, but also um, to, to build something that she truly enjoys. And she explains all of this in this YouTube video. And what I love the most about Oprah uh, is that she makes it her mission to get you thinking about what really matters in your life. And that's something that I want to do on this show as well, because everybody has a purpose. And I want to remind everybody of that fact. Like, I want to constantly remind you of your purpose. Like, we know that our time here on Earth is very, very limited. But Oprah, you know, she has a way of asking these really real questions about life. Like, who are you and what do you want to do? Like, I think a lot of people, they have an idea of that answer, but they don't really sit down and think about it. And I think... Only your soul can tell you that because what you're excited about is like what you're supposed to be doing. So if you really love, I don't know, making a fucking podcast that nobody listens to, then you fucking do that shit every, every fucking week until it fucking pops. Like, bitch, 
you like to do it, so fucking do it. Um, but how are you going to use who you are to live the life that you want? So even though you do the thing and have fun, like how do you truly make it your job and make it into a life that you want to continue living for a hundred years? Your emotions and your expressions, they reflect the will of your soul. And Oprah says that you get unlimited power from your soul. So like as long as you're doing the expression of your soul, your purpose, then you get unlimited power. It's like a religion, but not. Or a transaction, like a money transaction. So like how do you increase the power? How do you increase the monies in your soul? How do you fulfill your life's passion? How can you align your passion with the deeper possibilities of your purpose? Oprah asks all these questions all the time, and she's just way more eloquent than I am, but unfortunately, no one even has the answers. She's very eloquent in her delivery, but like she doesn't do anything to help you get there. And I personally have a great place to start. She, you know, Oprah loves interviewing people and stuff like that, but I love research. And I really feel that the agencies like the National Institute of Health, for instance, like in the, the United States National Institute of Health, they have a ton of information that's free and it's geared towards helping you get into the space that can help you answer those big questions. Like if you're constantly worried about your physical health, where you live and like what you're about to eat, you have no time for wellness and you're actually doing the opposite of wellness. You're aging yourself too fast and you deserve better. So let's turn our attention to the National Institute of Health. You can just go to NIH.gov and just search for wellness. And there are a plethora of toolkits that you can click on and read. Um, But today we're going to talk about emotional wellness. We're going to go through the emotional wellness checklist. Let me just download this bad boy real quick. Um, But I'm just going to kind of just quote from this. So emotional wellness is the ability to successfully handle life stresses and adapt to change in difficult times. So here are a few ways of improving your emotional health. So the first thing you need to do is brighten your outlook. Like it has a picture of this woman looking, looking like she's in Colorado right now, looking over the mountains. Um, and it says that people who are emotionally well have fewer negative emotions and are able to bounce back from difficulties faster This quality is called resilience. Another sign of emotional wellness is being able to hold on to positive emotions longer and appreciate the good times. So you need to find a way to forgive yourself. You need to find a way to develop healthy physical habits. How do you do that? The first thing you need to be doing is trying to get cardio, 30 minutes of cardio every day. You don't got to get on. You don't got to do much. You just have to raise your blood, your heart rate for 30 minutes. Um, Exploring your beliefs, exploring the purpose of life, the meaning of life. Like you need to sit in a room. It's very easy to do. It's very easy. I've done it plenty of times. Go into a room that is quiet. Sit on your bed. You can be intoxicated if, if you really need, if you need to focus if the only way for you to focus is to be intoxicated, then get in, get high, whatever. Get intoxicated, get drunk, whatever. But try not to be intoxicated. But if you need to be intoxicated, do what you need to do. But sit in your room in quiet and just don't think about nothing. 
Don't think about anything. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Just sit there and let the world talk to you. And I promise you an answer will come. Something will pop into your head and you'll be like, where the fuck did that come from? And you'll be like, that's my soul, bitch. And you'll be like, oh, shit. And it'll be like, forgive yourself. And you'll be like, damn, girl, yes, I do forgive you. Like, just do it. Promise me. I promise you it works. But if you can't think if so, so like, say if you go in your room, you can't focus. You just be think about like with the traffic that's driving by. You think about like the dog that's barking and you think about the bird that's chirping. You think about the water that's running. You think about the food that's cooking. Just think of something that's good. Think of your remember your good deeds. Sit and remember all the good things that you did. Like, how many good things have I done? Yes, I'm a good person. Yes, I picked up the trash. Yes, I um, helped that person cross the street. You know, like, just sit there and, and remember the good things about you. Just, like, change. you have to reroute your thoughts. So even if your day is shitty and you aren't really a good person, fake it till you fucking make it. Because that's how you, because you need to reroute your thoughts because you've been telling your, you've been down on yourself too much. And what happens is because it's electricity, you kind of like burn pathways into your mind, into your brain, and you can reroute those pathways. So you can like develop better a better outlook on life when you just start thinking about better things. Like literally like watch animations, like go do, watch a puppy poop or something. You know, like go do something very random, but like change your outlook. That's how you do it. That's the first hack. Um, you also need to reduce your stress. So whatever you need to do to reduce your stress, um, obviously the first thing is to sleep. Eight hours. Try to take eight hours. If you can't sleep, lay for a long time. Don't move. You cannot get up. Um, even if you're like antsy, don't get up. If you can't, don't get up. If you can't sleep, don't get up. Lay, read a book, lay, reading a book. You can only get up to pee. You have to lay for eight hours. You cannot get up. You need to reduce your stress. You need to take care of your body. You know how old people just be taking naps all the time? Take a nap, girl. And then after you've gotten proper sleep, then exercise. You know, like do it in the right order. Don't be exhausting yourself trying to make yourself sleepy. Who cares if you don't sleep? Lay. Lay down. You can sit and watch. No, don't sit. You can't watch TV. You can't be thinking. You can't do something. You need to lay and look at the ceiling. Maybe read a book because a book will make you fall asleep. But you can't have both audio and visual stimulation at the same time. You need to be doing one thing, laying and one thing, laying and looking, not or laying and listening. Listen to music. You know, you can do one thing. Second, and then once you get your eight hours of reduced stress, of no movement, you get up and move. You need to get up and exercise, raise your heart rate. Get up out, go start talking to people, start changing your outlook on life. Start, you know, you know, get your meditation game together. Start breathing like seven Bomar. And if you're feeling like, oh my God, like nothing is helping. I want to like hurt myself or hurt others. Get help. Call somebody, get support. You know, there are options for you, but you need to be forcing your, forcing your emotional wellness, force it. You deserve it. Make it happen. And it all starts with brightening your outlook on life and reducing your stress. So continuing on, we're going to focus on sleep. Actually, (laughs) 
So that's another thing. So like you're going to reduce your stress by sleeping, but like you need to like put a lot more focus on sleep. So the National Institute of Health, they say to fit in everything we want to do in our day, we often sacrifice sleep. But sleep affects both mental and physical health. It's vital to your well-being. Tired, you can't function at your best. Sleep helps you think more clearly, have quicker reflexes and focus better. Take steps to make sure you regularly get a good night's sleep. So go to bed and get up each day at the same time. Go to bed at nine o'clock like you're like like when you were a child. No, you don't have to go to bed at nine o'clock. But, you know, if you go to bed at 11, get up at five, do the, try to make that a routine. Try to lay there. Try to just sit there and just sit in the dark. But make sure you turn off your lights and stuff. You know, turn off the TVs. If you have a TV, put an alarm on in there or a, not an alarm, a, t- a timer, you know, quiet. And, you know, even if you fall asleep with the TV on, just let it set a timer. And actually exercising may exercising may help you sleep better too. So, um, and then, you know, like try not to um, smoke and stuff before you go to bed. No alcohol, no cigarettes. And if you need a sleep study, some people need a sleep study. Some some people can't sleep very well, and they need a doctor to do a uh, a study on them, oh, an experiment to see if they have sleep apnea or something. That may be an option. So you need to be focusing on sleep. If you feel like you don't get enough sleep, um, consult a healthcare professional. So move, moving along to you know finding your healthiest self. Gearing your activities to being, uh, to be practicing wellness better. Another thing I'm going to encourage you to focus on today is mindfulness. The concept of mindfulness is simple. I'm going to quote this thing. The ancient practice of being completely aware of what's happening in the present, all that's going on inside and all that's happening around you. It means not living your life on autopilot. Becoming a more mindful person requires commitment and practice. Here are some tips to get you started. So grounding. This is called grounding mindfulness. You can be med- you can meditate, you can do a bunch of things, but like just every every so often, like just sit there and just like ground yourself in the present moment. Be like scan your body up and down, in and out, move your awareness outside of your body, move it back in, like imagine your lungs and your heart and your organs moving and Swishing and moving and doing all that weird stuff. Take some deep breaths through your nose and do this throughout the day. Count to four, you know, one, two, three, four, you know, all that kind of stuff. Hold on, hold it for one second. You know, let it ride. Let the little like body, let the body buzz ride and repeat it. You know, keep doing it. Every now and then throughout the day, go on a stroll. Look at the birds, look at the trees. It's really corny, but like it really does help. Like look at all this stuff. And notice all the stuff around you. Notice all the sounds and stuff. Um, when you eat, take a moment to like chew like 30 times. Like I'm so mad that nobody told me to chew my food like I was supposed to. Like be aware of every single bite. Like and like stop eating when you're full. I feel sick when I'm full. So I'm like, I don't really like getting that fools. But um if you're having trouble with mindfulness, like I want you to email me, hostessinterson21.com. I can direct you to some community, you know, activities and classes and programs or books or whatever it is. I can help you 
figure out how to be more mindful. So, um, I know that I've lost people in the past and right now with the pandemic, we are dealing with a lot of death and destruction and a lot of, um, death and stuff on TV. But, uh, I'm going to quote this NIH work checklist thing. When somebody you love dies, your world changes. So even if it's a stranger and you witness it, your world changes and there's no right or wrong way to mourn. Although the death of a loved one can feel overwhelming, most people can make it happen or can make it through the grieving process with the support of family and friends. So learning healthy ways to help you through difficult times may be beneficial to you and it helps you remain resilient. So taking care of yourself, making sure your physical and wellness or your physical health and your emotional health is together, talking to your friends, getting support. I tell, the, I tell this to my patients all the time. Like, say if you tested positive for HIV today, I, the first thing I would ask is, like, who you got to go tell right now? Because um, the longer you um, feel lonely, the worse it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to make it. So find a caring friend. You know, if you, if you lost a loved one and you know you spiral, like, <laughs> find a friend. Try not to make any major changes. Don't move or don't buy a new car or anything. If you are coping with a loss of someone close, so you can join a support group, you can consider therapy or professional help, or just talk to your primary care doctor. But the biggest thing that I want you to know about coping with loss and like taking care of yourself is that you just need to be patient. Um, sometimes it takes years to get over the loss of a loved one. And, I, and honestly, I don't blame you. But that's why you need to focus on strengthening your social connections. Um, I quote here, social connections might help protect health and length in life. So, you know, I was talking about aging earlier. Um, you're aging yourself a little bit too fast. And quote, scientists are finding that our links to others can have powerful effects on our health, both emotionally and physically. Whether with romantic partners, family, friends, neighbors, or others, social connections can influence our biology and well-being. And when, and when it says can, it actually means does. Um, there is tons of evidence about how our environment influences our biology and their and our biology our biology directly impacts our well-being so you have children treat your children like a human please because they will treat you like a human back when they are actual adults um but get active and share good habits with family and friends if you if you're a caregiver ask for help if you're feeling burnt out, ask for help. I literally just had an emergency meeting today with my boss. I was like, who died again? Like, what? Like, but it was just like a reassurance that like you need to ask for help if you are feeling a little burnt out. Sometimes focus groups or other um, social activities like reading groups or book clubs and painting, sipping wines and wines and sips and stuff like that. Sometimes those can strengthen your social connections as well. Um, taking a class, even auditing a class, it sucks, but I mean, it can help you get closer or just like feel like you're doing something with your life. Like, yeah, I'm a part of something bigger, but, um, you know, and, and I'm going to just take this with a grain of salt, but, um, when all this is over the pandemic, I want you to go experience the world. Hopefully the U S will not be banned no more from the world, but traveling is, I think, is a very good way to broaden one's horizons and really, really take care of oneself. So 
um, traveling, it, it really just has like a, it kind of just helps you re- remain grounded and remember that like, oh yeah, I am a person that I can like move around and I'm like free and like, yes, all of that is good. And I'm count my blessings and stuff. So yeah, emotional wellness, you know, this is the first prong of the wheel spoke. Um, but you can start putting yourself in a space that helps you, um, carry out your everyday activities. Um, but you can't carry out, you can't carry out your everyday activities and fulfill your purpose. If you're so worried about your mental health and emotional health and all this, this over here and that over there, these are just a few things. If you get these things together, you know, other stuff will start falling into place and you'll just wake up a little bit, a little bit easier in the morning. Taking a shower will be like a regular thing for you. Like, thank God. But anyway, if you have any questions, please email me host at centersun21.com, the number 21.com. And, or you can follow me on Twitter at natural Devon. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you soon. 